Sunday Messages podcast from Cedar Valley Unitarian Universalists in Cedar Falls, Iowa, and I'm your host, Kat Bean Hansen. Welcome. We're glad you're here. This week's message from Pastor Emma Peterson is the homily from our online Christmas Eve service on December 24th, 2020. those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered and taxed. The Gospel, according to Luke, chapter 2, verse 1. The story of the journey that led to the birth of Jesus Christ in a manger begins when the powers that be declare that all the world should be taxed. Now, prior to the decree, Mary, the mother of Jesus, was visited by the angel Gabriel, who told her that she was carrying the very Son of God, a baby who would grow up to inherit the throne of the King of David, and who would be a leader and a prophet and a savior to his people. Precious cargo indeed. Mary and Joseph began their trek to Bethlehem to be registered and subsequently taxed from a position on the margins. Mary, though betrothed to Joseph, was pregnant and unwed. A woman in her position was in grave danger. Joseph, if he so chose, could dispute the paternity of Mary's unborn child and declare her impure and therefore outcast and without aid from anyone. Joseph was a carpenter, not a rich man by any stretch. And while the text tells us that Jesus was born in a manger because there was no room in the inn, many have inferred that no vacancy actually meant no vacancy for you. And so this is where the story of Jesus Christ begins, in a barn to unwed and unwealthy parents in a time of governmental tyranny and widespread oppression. When Christ is born, he is visited by shepherds and kings who have heard tell of the divinity of this baby. The shepherds arrive first, likely because they are nearer by, and also because a host of angels appear in the sky to declare that a child who is to be the Messiah has been born not far from where you are. You are likely going to go and see for yourself. A brief word about shepherds. At the time of Christ's birth, they were social outcasts. Considered to be lazy, untrustworthy, and unclean. That angels would appear to shepherds to foretell Christ's birth is as unlikely as the Son of God being born to an unwed, impoverished mother. Jesus Christ came to be a companion and advocate of the cast off, the rejected, and the marginalized. His closest friends, as he became an adult, 
were sex workers and lepers and radical social reformers, enemies of the state. The biblical shift in the perception of shepherds in the story of Christ is remarkable. In our modern conception and in the Christian tradition, Jesus himself is described as a shepherd to the people. His parable of the shepherd who leaves his flock to find the one lost sheep and to usher it home encompasses the central themes of his ministry. To seek out the outcast, to give aid to the needy, and to heal those most wounded by the ills of a cruel and exclusionary society. And so the shepherds come to see for themselves what the angels foretold. And then they take their leave, and they begin to proclaim what they have seen to all who will hear them. They have met and been welcomed, outcast and forgotten as they are, by God himself in the form of a precious, helpless baby boy. The three kings arrive sometime after the shepherds, likely a long time after. Travel in the time of Jesus was nothing like it is now. There were no planes or trains or automobiles, no city subway systems, no local buses. King Herod orders the Magi, referred to as kings in our modern vernacular, though not necessarily royalty in their own time, more like advisors to royalty. King Herod orders the Magi to search out and find the child born and prophesied to be king of all of Israel. Herod claims he wants to venerate the child himself, but we know that his purposes are in fact nefarious and murderous. He is a despot set on securing his power by any means necessary, and it is in the Magi's visit that we see the first inkling of the tearing down of the structures of power to bring forth justice and righteousness that is Christ's enduring ministry. When the Magi find the child in Bethlehem, they are convinced of his divinity, and they fall down and they worship him. The Magi are then warned in a dream not to return to Herod, and so risking their lives to protect this lowly family and their new baby, they return to their homes by another route. This choice is a deeply subversive one, a choice that not only puts their own lives at risk, but is the first indication of the complete dismantling of the structures of power existent during this time. Indeed, it is the mission of Christ in his life and beyond his life to dismantle power and to bring justice to the disenfranchised. The baby Jesus is visited by shepherds and kings alike, people across the whole spectrum of society, and he is proclaimed to be the Messiah and the Savior of all whom are willing to forego earthly power and to raise up and empower those who exist on the margins. Jesus Christ is born to an unwed mother, 
to an unhoused couple, and he is the Savior prophesied to be the Redeemer of all people. The reality of the vulnerability of the Christ child must not be lost on us. That the very Son of God, fully human and fully divine, arrived to us in the form of the most defenseless creature, an infant, born in an unclean and uncomfortable space, helpless if not for the collective rallying of care and protection from the spectrum of humanity. These aspects of the story must not be lost on us. The details of the Christmas story must not be lost on us during this time when many millions of marginalized and disenfranchised people are suffering at the hands of tyrannical power, left without resources, forgotten, ignored, and unaided. Jesus Christ lived some 2,000 years ago in a world that is starkly different from the world we live in now and also exactly the same. Christ came to tear down structures of power created by man. He came to lift up the marginalized, to empower and to love them, to bring about liberation and to bestow a divine will of righteousness that we live with one another in ways that are ethical and morally good and focused always and forever on bestowing justice to those who have had justice withheld and stolen from them. The birth of Christ was met with a collective push across the spectrum of humanity to bring forth the divine will ignored by humankind then and ignored by humankind today. The sweet baby Jesus was visited and venerated by shepherds and kings alike. The story of the life of Jesus Christ is a story that calls us to live as he did by lifting up the lowly, defending the defenseless, befriending the friendless, and speaking truth to power. If ever there was a year that we are called to hear and understand the story of Christmas, this is that year. They say that love came down at Christmas. This year, when the world has broken our heart, we are called to love it all the more. May our love for this world be its healing. May we all travel to the manger to see for ourselves. And upon seeing, may we believe and may we proclaim and protect the good news with a holy fire that burns in our hearts and transforms the world. May it be. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year.
Amen. This has been the Sunday Messages podcast from Cedar Valley Unitarian Universalists. The music is by Nathan Moore. If you want to learn more about the CVUU, visit our website at www.cedarvalleyuu.org, and you can also find us on Facebook or Instagram at Cedar Valley UU. We welcome visitors to attend our online services on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. Central Time. If you'd like to learn more about joining us for a service, send us an email at cvuupodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.